I'm Damian Bulwa, and this is a special sports edition of Fifth and Mission, because Stanford's women's basketball team just won the NCAA tournament. The Cardinal beat Arizona 54-53 after a thrilling finish to the championship game on Sunday. It's the third title for Coach Tara Vanderveer's team, but while Stanford is a perennial basketball power, this is the team's first championship since 1992. Chronicle Sports columnists Ann Killian and Scott Osler sat down to talk about the game, the team, and the strangeness of this year's tournament, which was held in a bubble in Texas. Here's Ann and Scott. Good morning, Scott Osler. After 29 years of trying this morning, Stanford Cardinal and Coach Tara Vanderveer are national champions once again. Uh, you and I have a pretty long history with Tara. We have uh, seen some of her heartbreaks in the past. We've covered a lot of her NCAA games together. Uh, what what was what was your impression of of what you saw yesterday? Oh, my impression was it was great. First of all, it was, it was a great game. It was close. It was exciting, and uh, just I, I, I was taken by the after game interview on TV that Tara did on ESPN, and she seemed <laughs> she's done this for a few years, and she seemed almost flustered, like she didn't know what to say. You know, it it was kind of charming that uh, she was so obviously so overcome to me by the moment that, uh, you know, it was just cool. You know, usually she has some good quotes and some pithy things to say, and she was just <clears throat> almost at a loss for words. Yeah, I think that the whole season was so overwhelming. For those who don't know, um, Stanford started their season at the end of November. They um, they did, weren't allowed to have fans. They played... I think they had one game at Maples and then Santa Clara County shut down. So they had to go on the road for basically most of three months. And it was quite an odyssey. I think they said they have 87 um, day, nights in a hotel. They, you know, traveled like 7,000, 8,000 miles. Uh, she became the all-time women, winningest coach in women's college basketball in an empty arena in Stockton, you know, certainly not what we've seen for other milestone victories. And I think the sense yesterday was that they overcame so much and so many obstacles. It was such a hard journey that they were just kind of stunned that it was actually over and they were going to, you know, get a hug their parents and, and, and that all of that, that they'd gone through, you know, finally ended up in this in this thing that has been so elusive for Tara for 29 years. The last time uh, Stanford won was in 1992, just 24 months after their first uh, win. And since that time, her team has made every single NCAA tournament and um, has gotten to the title game two other times, has gotten to the final four a total of 14 times. And But she just couldn't get over the hump. So it was, it was quite, a, quite a thing to see. Yeah, no, Ann, you've been covering the team more than I have throughout the year. And uh, give me your sense. It seems to me, and it seems to be the prevalent feeling among the players and so forth, that all that travel, all that craziness, being away from home and kind of being forced out of every element you could think of and into cold practice gyms and so forth, kind of helped with their bonding. They are already, according to Tara, a really kind of tight-knit team and everything, but this kind of solidified them and just maybe helped them out when in the, in the crunch times. 
I, I think it really did. I mean, it's a little cliche to, you know, say, you know, that, that a team has to be close or it has to be a sisterhood to, to really uh, do well. But this team was that. They were with each other and only each other for most of the past four or five months. And, you know, they would sit, they would get their meals and sit in their doorways in the hall, all distance, but so they could see each other. Uh, they learned to play. Um, they they had game nights and TV nights and and uh, ping pong tournaments and and I think when you're that close and you you play so hard for each other when things get tough and they got very tough on the court the last three games. It I think they're just there's an ability to not get rattled to dig a little deeper and um, to kind of to kind of overcome. I think. It's clear Stanford was the more talented team yesterday, right. although Arizona might have had the best player on the court in Ari McDonald. But they did, and and I think Adia Barnes, the Arizona coach, was good at exploiting this. Stanford had all the pressure in the world. They were the top seed, and you could see them get a little rattled under you know the ferocious defensive attack of of Arizona. And and so to overcome that in the moment, I think I think it was really big. Yeah, and Tara's teams. <laughs> Not that I'm going to pick Tara apart and, and criticize her, but there's always been a tendency for them to be sort of pressable, you know, in, in pressure situations. The other team drops the full court press on them and they, they rattle. Yesterday they had, what, 16 turnovers or something? They, yeah. Really a lot of turnovers, but yet they overcame that. Uh, one thing I thought about is that uh, talking about this team and, and how close-knit they are and everything and, and what a great group they are. And Tara's been talking about this all year, what great chemistry they have and everything. It occurs to me that, you know, every team is different. Every team that Tara has every year is different. There's different personalities. Sometimes in the past, there's been uh, women on our team that were more high maintenance, <laughs> uh, divas, whatever you want to call it. And some sometimes the group dynamic didn't work. So the fact that over the years, she's had all these different mixes and different stars and different players and, and different chemistries. And yet every damn year, she's in the in the hunt every they're always at the top. And to me, that's remarkable to, to, you know, look at the Warriors. Oh, my God. So they have bad chemistry this year. They lost a couple of players or whatever. And now they're going to go to the bottom. Tara's always at the top. It's weird. Right. And I think that that's something that's really remarkable. And there are a couple of other coaches in the college game that have been able to do it. But but um, Tara, you know, she was she was a young a young, relatively young coach when she won her last championship and the game has changed so much um there's a professional league now that she helped create through her olympic team um there's there's re, you know cutthroat recruiting and so much more competition in the women's game in terms of where these kids have options to go and she's adapted at every stage She's given back to the game. Um, she's been a leader for women's sports. It's just, it's a pretty remarkable legacy, I think. Um, and she, you know, she's just, she's done it the right way. And and she's just persistent. Like she said last night, I don't do this to win championships. I do this because I like to teach. You know, she's she really is kind of the professor of women's basketball. Yeah, you never got the sense that all these years without a title were, was just killing her. You know, she does at, at the rock bottom really love her job and love working with the, with the women on her team and her, co her fellow coaches and everything. It's just, uh, 
And, and you talked, that was an interesting point you made about her being partly responsible for the WNBA being created because of the excitement created by her Olympic team. And she's, I won't say she's the number one person for women's sports in the entire world, but she's certainly a, a big contributor when you consider what she's done for the legitimacy of, of women's college basketball, you know, where she, she started and she's certainly one of the people that lifted the whole, the whole thing up. So she's done it. She's been a great pioneer. Yeah. That's her big picture legacy. Let's talk a tiny bit before we go about her small picture legacy um, in terms of the Bay area, because, you know, we, we, get all excited about, you know, the 49ers or, you know, the Giants winning their World Series, the Warriors dynasty. But can we just be honest about what is by far and away the most successful team that the Bay Area <laughs> has had over the last three decades? And there, I mean, there's not even, nothing even comes close in terms of what she's been able to do. Yeah. Who else are you going to stack that up against? We talk about Bill Walsh, for instance, and he didn't win the Super Bowl every year. And he, for sure, consistency and longevity over the huge span of time, you got to give it to Tara. You know, we salute, who are the great ones? You know, Steve Kerr, he's got to be one of the great ones. He won, uh, took a team to five straight NBA finals. But I think what he did so far pales in comparison to what what Tara has done. So in terms of coaching greatness over the long haul, it's got to be her, right, in the Bay Area. Yeah, I think she absolutely is the standard of excellence in the Bay Area. And and as people who have uh, gotten private uh, piano concerts in hotel uh, <laughs> ballrooms from her in the past and, and witnessed, you know, uh, Jane Appel trying to gut it out on a broken foot in a final game against UConn and all yeah. those twists and turns of her career, I think, I think um, it's safe to say that um, – it, it it was super nice to see her win another one and, and put, you know, just just end that drought. Yeah, we need to stress to our listeners that we are paid journalists and, and objective people and we're not supposed to root, but we do anyway. Yeah, we, we root for we have people that we like. We have favorites and so forth. And, and Tara's right up there. So it, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I was I'm, I was yelling in my living room. <laughs> All right, Scott, thanks for talking about Tara and the Stanford Cardinal with me. Thanks, Ann. Thanks to Ann Killian and Scott Ostler for this episode, to King Kaufman and Christina Carl for producing, and thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>